This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome one and all for another edition of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. The Blues were one of the hottest teams in the league going into last night's game against the Golden Knights. We all know how well the Golden Knights have done this year. They broke a lot of records as an expansion team, the most points, the most wins. So this is a very good team. But I think teams are starting to figure them out a little bit. And after last night's game, the Blues are going to have to take on tonight the Arizona Coyotes. And I've said over the last month or two, they are playing a lot better. They've got some very good talent, young players coming into their own. And it's going to be a tough game. A very tough game tonight against the Coyotes. Anybody who thinks this is going to be an easy game has not really been watching the Coyotes all season long, and they're only basing it on the first, I don't know, half of the season. But this team's playing a lot better. They could really take the Blues by surprise, so don't be shocked if they do. Going into this game against the Knights, the Blues need a win because everybody else around them is is trying to get in too. You've got Colorado, Los Angeles, Anaheim's in the third place in the Pacific, but the Kings may end up in third place, and Anaheim may end up in a wild card spot. They may end up out of the playoffs, but the Blues need to win every game they can. And they got off to a quick start just two minutes and 54 seconds into this game. Patrick Berglund got his 13th goal to give the Blues an early one to nothing lead. And now on for the veteran Steen. He gets in, and a shot up high, and a save by Subban. Now Brodziak funnels it back of the goal. Center to Berglund, shoots, he scores! Berglund from the slot, and the Blues take a 1-0 lead. It all started with the first shot that really looked like it stung the shoulder there of Subban, caught him off guard, and he had a hard time tracking it after that. And the Blues fans here in attendance, and I'm telling you, there are thousands and thousands of them here that have traveled in for this game. Shot off the right shoulder. Now it's a little... uh, miscommunication there defensively and the Blues do what they wanted to do. Get that puck down low behind the goal line, something that the Arizona Coyotes did very, very well in their last game here. Whenever there's defense, it starts from behind the net. It's hard to sort out. And the Blues make Subban and Vegas pay right off the hop here. Just as I was saying earlier that Arizona is not going to be an easy game, they just beat the Golden Knights and they beat them pretty handily. They played very well. And the Knights, they were playing bad in the first part of this game. I thought the Blues just played better. That would be Berglund's 13th goal. Steen, who's been playing very well lately. 31st assist. Brodziak, what would we do without Brodziak? Just a big energy guy. Can get you some assist. Get you a timely goal. Two minutes, 54 seconds in. The Blues are up one to nothing. Well, that wouldn't last very long. We were thinking the Blues may get another goal. With the way they were playing, they got a power play opportunity. But no, it was not meant to be. William Carlson would get a shorthanded goal, and then seven minutes later, Jonathan Marchessault would get a goal, and Vegas would be up in the first period, 2-1. to one. Back around the boards for Rikin, able to spring Carlson, clean breakaway, shorthanded, to the net, and he scores! William Carlson, a shorthanded goal, number 41 to tie the game! Not only a great finish, but what a pass by Cody Eakin. Shorthanded, took the puck off the wall, and that is tape to tape. 
right from the wall to the far blue line is Carlson. We've seen this before in the season. His instincts to take off, find that open lane, and he comes in, goes upstairs, blocker side, forehand shot as Carlson ties Carlson it up now short. Feeds it towards Tuck. Marcus Hope scores! Marcus Hope camped off the left post, puts it in, and Jonathan Marcus gives Vegas the lead. Right spot, right time for Jonathan Marcus but a great play. It all starts with a good forecheck by Tuck. They're on the puck. Carlson out to Tuck. And over to Marcia Sows, off to the right of Allen. Let's just say that goal by Carlson is what we would call cherry picking. He was way down in the Blues defensive side in the blue line right in front of Allen. Took the puck, went in, put it right past Allen. Not much you can do. One thing that's funny is years ago, that would not have been a goal. It would have been a two-line offsides, and it would have been called back. But it doesn't matter. It's a good goal in the rule book now. And that would be Carlson's 41st goal. Eakin gets his 16th assist. It was a shorthanded goal. Six minutes, 18 seconds in. Carlson has just been great for the Golden Knights this year. A very, very good player. And then the second goal by another very good player. Jonathan Marchessault gets his 26th goal. Tuck gets his 19th assist. And Carlson was in on that play. Gets his 31st assist. 13 minutes, 31 seconds in to the first. The Vegas Knights are up 2-1. to one. The Blues didn't lower their heads and feel bad for themselves, and that's why they've been in on this winning streak and been playing much better since that seven-game losing streak. They took it upon themselves to tie this game. 16 minutes, 9 seconds in. Great pass from Schwartz to Braden Shin. Braden Shin gets his 26th goal, and we are tied at two apiece. Blues have their top line on the ice, and a pass for Tarasenko. He comes in, drops it off for Schwartz, gets by one man, now in front, here's Shen, shoots, he scores! Shen, short side, ties the game at two. That is a quick developing play there, and you can see the strength of Schwartz on the boards. Vegas has been great with their stick work, real strong on pucks, but Schwartz, the little engine that they wouldn't give up on the right-hand side, and he just kept battling on it, spins on a dime, and then fires it right back. Great job by Tarasenko using the boards, but that's the play there by Schwartz to get around, to get around number 90, Tar. Now the quick little pass. I don't know how this got through, to be quite honest with you. Shen doesn't get a whole lot on that, on the short side, but it must be in the perfect spot where the goaltender's glove is a little bit out of position and it handcuffed him. That shot definitely handcuffed Subban. Puts the Blues back in the game, tied two to two. That was Shen's 26th goal. Schwartz gets his 34th assist. Tarasenko gets his 32nd assist. 16 minutes, 9 seconds into the first. We're tied at two apiece, and that's the way the first period went in. Both teams had times where they played very well, and then they had times where they weren't so strong. So it was an up-and-down period for both teams. But I thought the Blues had a very good period. There was that lapse when Carlson got that pass, and nobody was taking into account that he may just scoot down there a lot of times guys aren't going to take that risk, but he took it and he got that shorthanded goal. The Blues outshot the Knights 9-6 to in the first period. So we go into the second period hoping the Blues can try to take the lead, but we know the way games have been back and forth with the Blues lately. It seems like one team will be up 1-0 and it's 1-1, 2-1, No team definitely takes a huge lead in these recent games with the Blues. In the second period, back and forth game, both teams played very well. But it would be the Knights, James Nill with his 25th goal, 16 minutes, 35 seconds in, that would give Vegas the lone goal in the second period. 
and also the three to two lead. Tatar slams the brakes on, trying to feed it to Schmidt, but a good play by Schwartz defensively to block it. Tatar gets it back, down low, Holland, and now, and it scores! And the Golden Knights lead three to two. What a shot by James Neal from a tough angle. He goes right upstairs, and that's in and under the net in a hurry. Tomas Tatar after the turnover, he stays right with it, gets the puck back, a little play to Halla, to tic-tac-toe upstairs. As James Neal, that little drop to the knee, he makes sure he gets all of that right up top. No matter who you're playing, turnovers, other mistakes and penalties kill you. And this turnover just killed the Blues. The Blues were actually playing very good, I thought, in the second period. But James Neal puts the Knights up. 3-2 on his 25th goal of the year. Halla gets his 26th assist. Tatar gets his 14th assist. We're at 3-2 Golden Knights going out of the second period. The Golden Knights would outshoot the Blues 10-7 in the second. Not a huge margin between the two. Both teams had some good opportunities. Going into the third period, what would we get from the Blues? Would we get the team that's lately been fighting, clawing around when they're behind? Or would we get the team that we saw in that seven-game losing streak? Well, I think we got the team that we've seen recently. The Blues would be very feisty in the third period. They put some pressure on Subban, and an unlikely hero would get the Blues tied at 3-3. Three to three. It would be Chris Thorburn, 6 minutes, 14 seconds in. There's Thorburn. Get some help from Sundquist. Now for Upshaw in front. They score! Thorburn ties the game! His first goal is a blow, and it's 3-3. Three to three. After Sundquist scored in the last game, these two had a bet for dinner. Who would score the first goal this season? Sundquist scored against San Jose, and the big, likable, tough guy, Chris Thorburn, bangs it home like he has scored 50 in a season. Takes the pass from behind the net. Upshaw does a great job. And the way in which he opened the wickets of the goaltender and slid it in underneath between the five hole was fantastic. Sundquist, Upshaw, Upshaw to Thorburn. Oh, that's the way you draw it up right there. That is some great stuff. And what a reaction to tell you just how well-liked Thorburn is as a teammate. Chris Thorburn has had a couple good games recently for the Blues. Really stood out. Had some opportunities to score goals. He finally gets his first of the year. That would be uh, Upshaw's 12th assist on that one. Sunquist gets his fourth assist. Six minutes, 14 seconds into the third. We are tied at three apiece. It would go back and forth that way throughout the third period. And that's the way it would end in regulation. We would go to overtime. And in OT, it didn't take very long for the Golden Knights to get a goal. Just 22 seconds in, Jonathan Marchessault gets the win for the Golden Knights. Marchessault with Carlson into the offensive zone. And they're joined by Schmidt. Marchessault looking. Long rush shot. Score! 12 seconds into overtime. Jonathan Marchessault. And the Golden Knights win it 4-3. to three. Just a shot to the net. William Carlson, though, parked in front. I don't think Jake Allen sees this. As Marchessault grabs his second of the game. And it's 27 all the season for him. As they make short work in overtime, and he's just going to drag it across the blue line, a little curl back. And there's two players, Shin and Carlson, and Marshall just a little snapshot to the blocker side. It beats Allen. I think he guesses one way or the other for this shot. That goal would be Marshall Salt's second of the game and 27th of the year.
Schmidt gets an assist, his 31st. Carlson gets another assist in this game, his 32nd. And unlike what the Vegas Knights announcer said, it wasn't 12 seconds in, it was 22 seconds in. Really doesn't matter. But if you're going to say it, let's just go ahead and correct it anyway. Shots on goal pretty even. 24 for the Blues. The Golden Knights got 26. Faceoffs, 60% for the Blues, 40 for the Knights. Blues had two power plays, couldn't score on either one of them. In fact, gave up the shorthanded goal. The Knights had one power play and were 0 for 1. Hits even, very physical game, 44 hits for both teams. Blocks, the Blues had 16, and the Knights had 19. Giveaways, the Golden Knights actually gave the puck up a lot, and the Blues didn't take a lot of those opportunities and turn them into points. The Knights had 18 giveaways to the Blues, 7. The Blues get a point out of this one at least. It's not what we wanted, but at least they got a point moving into the game tonight against the Coyotes. Let's go ahead and go into the post-game interview where we're going to hear from Thorburn, who got his first goal as a Blue. Let's hear from uh, Jake Allen and, of course, Mike Yo on this loss, where, like I said, the Blues do at least get one point. We were able to sneak a point out of there. Uh, unfortunately, we can get two, but uh, we'll take the one. Take us through the goal. Just a great great battle play by, by my linemates. Uh, Sonny uh, makes a play down to Uppy, and Uppy with one hand puts it right in stride for me, and I just... Uh, Slipped through his legs, and then we celebrated. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you've been waiting for that forever. Oh, I'm telling you, that was a great feeling. I forgot what it felt like to be quite honest, um, and then to do it in a game like this with teammates like this, and it was it was to be able to contribute in a different way uh, than I usually do. Uh, it, it was special. But not unlike Oscar, you've you've had some chances here in the recent games. I've had some chances. Yeah, I just haven't been able to find the back of the net. Uh, it's nice to find one now uh, it's with Sonny scoring against San Jose, uh, contributing to that win. And then, uh, you know, our line just kind of chipping in a little bit here and there uh, goes a long way to take some pressure off the big boys. Do you still have to buy him dinner? I think it's got to be reversed. I think he's got to buy me dinner. Although, if I'm superstitious, I'll buy him dinner every night if I can score the next game. <laughs> <laughs> What's the mood like in here after, after the game? You're probably not happy with the loss, but We're not ha- obviously not happy. Uh, we wanted that extra point. Um, but at the same time, we understand uh, how well we played, what team we played against, and uh, to come up with one, we'll take it and move on tomorrow uh, and hopefully get two there. You're still in a wild card spot, five games to play. Yeah, I mean, we control our destiny, and I like our chances just because of the character and the group that we have. Uh, so it's just a matter of taking one cliche, but one game at a time, just keeping our focus, don't get too far ahead of ourselves, and uh, hopefully by the end of it, we're. Uh, we punch a ticket to the playoffs. You just wrote the nice story about you and your family. Was that a goal for Bennett there tonight? That was a goal for Bennett. That was a goal for a lot of people. Uh, that's <laughs> a lot of people. Um, but yeah, my, my family back home, my wife, uh, my kid and my daughter, my son and my daughter. So, And for the team, you know, so uh, it's for everybody. So. Great for Thorby to get a goal there, especially a big goal for us, important time of year. Uh, good for him, too. He's playing very well. And, um, you know, unfortunately, we lost in overtime, but found a way to get a point, and it was impressive. One of the highest scoring teams in the league, and they've got some quick strike capability. Yeah, it's impressive, uh, especially a team that's just put together by, you know, selecting guys at different rosters. It's, it's impressive what they can do. All three games that we played them this year, it's it's been impressive from my end, and uh, they got a good team for a reason, and you know, they showed it again tonight. You ever seen a guy cherry pick so much on the uh, shorty with Carlson there? It seemed like he had a big stick. Uh, that's probably a set play, I'd imagine. He's got 41 goals for a reason. Uh, I'm sure every time he's out there, you know, he's thinking obviously penalty kill, but at the same time he's thinking offense. Looked like he didn't see that last one. No, not at all. It was, it was a good play actually by Marsh. So he just shot it as soon as the traffic was crossing the other way, crisscross, and uh, I just heard it at the net. 
Yeah, you know, if we do, uh, we're looking just to get in, whoever we play right now we play, but, um, you know, if that's the scenario, then, you know, we got to work it out for us. They've been a great team all year, and they showed it again tonight, and they're a quick strike team, uh, very quick transition, and yeah, you got to limit their chances because they're going to capitalize on most of them. Yeah, obviously, you'd rather have two points with five games left. You, you leave here, you're yeah. still in the playoffs. Yeah, that no, was good. Get a point. Uh, like I've always said, since uh, since we've been clawing and fighting to get in this wild card or wherever we end up, points are points. Uh, you know, we've won quite a few games in overtime lately, and um, you know this one didn't go our way, but we'll take the point. Uh, big point for us, and in a tough building against a tough team. And now we got to focus again for Arizona, who's been one of the hottest teams lately. It's it's going to be a tough test. Well, we fought, we fought hard. Um, this is a really good hockey team. I knew it was going to be a close game, and uh, so not surprised um, to see it go to overtime. And obviously, you get into three and three hockey, and uh, and anything can happen out there. Um, but uh, but there was a lot of things to like. There are some things that we have to be a little bit better um, at, and and I think it's going to be important into tomorrow's game um, that we that we address a couple of the things. I, I think that we could have moved the puck a little bit better at different times tonight. Credit to them, they check well and they, they pressure you hard. Uh, but I think that uh, a few too many times we were a little bit slow moving the puck. Um, led to some turnovers, led to a little bit of chaos in our own zone. But, uh, but again, I thought that when when we were executing, when we were getting to our game, we were effective. Second intermission, you draw it up for Thorburn like that. <laughs> well, you know what, we we drew it up. That it's the same for everybody, and, and uh, you know, I, I think we had a lot of success when we were doing that. You look at all three goals that we scored, um, similar in the sense of getting to the offensive zone and and uh, and and using our our. our our work ethic for sure, but moving your feet, making plays down low, and, and attacking the middle of the ice, and I think that uh, we did a good job of that in the first. What, uh, what you see on the shorthanded goal it looked like maybe Schwartz uh, slipped a little bit. Uh, yeah, you, you know what, puck changes sides there. Uh, you know what you see is it's a 50-50 puck, probably looking back. Uh, in hindsight, would like for uh, Petro probably to hold in that situation. I think, uh, you know, Vladdy's already down low. I think we can, I can, I think we can read off that better and cover up for for him better. And it's obviously uh, a really good read by a good hockey player there. Any sort of update on Schmaltz? Uh, it took him out of the game with an upper body injury and uh, reevaluate tomorrow. Can you get a if you need? Can you? Well, no, you have, you have a, a, a college guy, but yeah. yeah. Could you throw him into an NHL game? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what our uh, what our options are here. Just big picture. I mean, it's getting so thin back there. You know, we don't know how Schmaltz is. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's that's okay. We got you know we've got guys and uh, and and I thought that you know considering we battled hard with five D tonight for the majority of the game, uh, I thought that our forwards did a pretty good job for the most part as far as getting pucks in deep and trying to make life a little bit easier on our defensemen. Obviously, it's going to be a tough back to back. Now we're going to have to really respond to this challenge. Um, you know, being short on D, having to use guys a little extra tonight. Um, but, uh, you know, whoever we throw in there tomorrow, we'll have to make sure that they're ready to go. And, and, uh, and as a group, we'll have to be, like I said, ready to respond. Arizona's an ultimate trap game. They've been playing great lately. Well, I wouldn't say it's a trap anymore. I think that we have to, it's, I mean, first off, our situation can't allow for that to happen. And secondly, you know, you look at the level of their play, not to mention that they, they thumped us pretty good the last time we played against them. So uh, I think all those things pointing towards the fact that, uh, you know, every one of us should expect a hard hockey game tomorrow. And, uh, and that'll, that'll be in our preparation. Um, and, uh, you know, especially given the fact when, you know, you got back-to-back games with travel here. So, hey, we'll have to be really sharp. The Blues get out of Vegas with one point. Sure, we would have loved to have had them get two points, especially with the way things are going back and forth. 
where the other team's battling for a playoff spot, you need two points. But one point is not totally disappointing. Anytime you can go into a building and at least get a point out of it, you're not doing great, but you're not doing bad either. So the Blues move on to Arizona. It's going to be a tough game. They're going to have to really play well. I know a lot of people are going to say, Lance, you're nuts. Arizona's a bad team. I know they beat us once, but the Blues were off that night. They weren't playing well, and Arizona's not a very good team. The Blues should really, really blow them out, because I've actually got a few people saying that and sending me questions about the game. Don't be shocked if Arizona beats the Blues, because Arizona's not a bad team at this point of the year. They have really come on in their last 20 to 30 games. Have they been playing lights out? No, but they've played much better. Their young players are starting to get some experience. They're getting some confidence. And when you start doing that in the NHL, you're going to win some games. The Blues are going to be tired tonight. I'm sure of it. I'm sure Jake Allen will probably start in goal. But uh, don't be shocked if the Blues lose this game or if it's a much closer game and the Blues eke out a win. This is going to be a tough game. You could see a 2-1 to game Blues. You could see a 5 to nothing game Coyotes. And I'm being dead serious. Or you could see a 4 to nothing game Blues. This is just one of those games where you just don't know what's going to happen. I want to thank everybody for joining me for the drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lanced at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.